0: I got one life, got a made up mind One time to live, one time to die I gotta make my one count One life, got a made up mine, One time to live, one time to die I gotta make my one count one life praise the lord god bless you today this is tay love preaching jesus the christ you're listening to one life with tay love via madeupmind.com. god bless you today it's a beautiful day this is the day that the lord has made and i am glad and rejoice in it because i'm alive and well if you do not think that that is a blessing then visit a nursing home Go work with the, the, the developmentally disabled. Um, you know, just take a look around sometime in Walmart and look at different people, how they're moving around. You might see some different people that will make you grateful that you do have the activity of your limbs and that you can breathe, etc. So I'm always looking for ways to give God glory. And that's one simple way when I wake up and I can move around. I'm already already sending glory up to God. So this podcast is called Army of Harlots. I repeat, Army of Harlots. I was watching a documentary the other day. Part of doing these podcasts is always taking in information. It's kind of like doing comedy. You, 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 you are a sponge. You're always absorbing content and material. And that's how it is with podcasts. It's like seeking the Lord. God, what is the message for the day? Or God will give me a specific message. But in this case, I want to just tell you, I saw a documentary on Amazon Prime. One of the reasons I keep my Amazon Prime is to watch documentaries. The documentary is called L.A. Stripped, and it basically follows the life of five ladies and you get to see what their life is like in that life of stripping. Now, I will warn you first of all: uh, if you're not strong and you are weak in your flesh, and you're roasting, or you're a young guy or something like that, I do not recommend that you watch the documentary. There's going to be nudity. It's going to be it's going to be like you walking into that that life, the trafficking. You know, you, you're going to be in the, that life full throttle. And you know how the world is, it's raw and uncut. So just a disclaimer, I'm just telling you, don't go type it in and you weak because you might find yourself in sin, all right? Now, I had no idea what it was gonna be, but I'm not weak in that way. I'm a married man, I'm secure, I love my wife, I'm infatuated with my own wife, Rightly soul, the marriage bed is undefiled, Hebrews 13, okay? But what I would say is, I began to watch and I said, you know, I thank God that I stumbled across this documentary because it led me into the world of, you know, ladies today. Now, girls as young as eight, and nine years old, and it's probably younger than that. You could see them on TikTok, YouTube, or some type of social media platform, twerking, shaking, twisting, bending, flexing, Posturing and posing themselves in a sexual way, the the girls' profile shot or whatever, it's it's everywhere. We live in a hyper sexualized uh, culture in America. It's sexually charged, and I'm gonna say this, and I know somebody gonna get mad, but it don't matter. The parents are the biggest enablers of what you see today. And girls, okay, they are—they're the—they're the the biggest enabler. If you—you have given your child a phone or a a, a outlet to have the internet with a camera, you are enabling your child, your daughter, to participate, become a patron in this stuff. Now they don't need a college degree. All they need is is, a—is—is to go buy some clothes at Walmart and start posing and twisting and bending and all this stuff, And, and they could be overnight millionaires. That tells you today the value of women is based on how much they can cause other men to lust for them. That's the song of the day for girls. That's pressure. Girls who are trying to keep it together and wait until I'm married. That is not what the culture is pushing. The culture is saying, show it all now. Now you don't need a strip club. All you got to do is go somewhere, go to Walmart, go to the Kroger, go to food line. On random days, you got to turn your head and start looking at the ingredients on the can of beans, even if you don't like them. That's what you're going to be reading. You better read that because that girl, how she dressed, you're going to be reading that if you don't read them beans. So my point is, it's sad today that parents, specifically fathers, do not show teach love their daughters in such a way where they have value and worth that's you know uh what's the word appropriate meaning hey I'm 12 years old and my goal is not to get 100,000 hits on the back of my pants because of a butt shot that's not what's going on today so I say all that to preface this by saying girls today think that they are only valuable because of how many boys and men and males they can get to lust for them. Thus you have documentaries like LA stripped. Now that's the spiritual side and the lens of which I watched this whole documentary through, which is why nothing that was showcased on the video or the documentary made me jump at all. Okay. With that being said, we're gonna define a few terms and talk about this from the heart, okay? I'm not a religious person. If you're religious and you gotta put a suit on in order to preach Jesus, that's not me, okay? The streets, the prison, uh, a workplace, you know, that's where most people live. That's what most people, uh, uh, that's what they deal with. They don't deal with that churchy suit stuff. And it's nothing wrong if you wanna dress like that but don't knock somebody if they don't. Okay, most people are getting away from that. Now, again, I want to define a few terms. So get your pad and pen or however you take notes. And let's cover a few terms which will give us the 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 words that will help us unpack this podcast. You're listening to Taylor preaching Jesus the Christ via Made Up Mind. I want to encourage you to please share this podcast. If you're a mother, if you are in a women's ministry, if you are over uh, some girls at church or whatever, please, this is going to be powerful. See, I I like this platform because I could just say what I want to say. And I want to say as as concentrated and as strongly as thus saith the Lord. This podcast, again, is called Army of Harlots. If I had a subtitle, it would be lust for hire. I know this is strong, so hold on to your seatbelts. This is going to be strong. Now, let's define the word harlot. Now, some of these terms, you know, we, we don't know. So that's why I'm not going to assume that we know these terms. So let's just go ahead and define them and make it plain. Harlot, defined as a person who has sex with someone in exchange for money or a prostitute. A harlot is a prostitute. I don't know that the word harlot is used today in common dialogue. However, we do have the word prostitute or prostitution, but it comes from the word harlot. Now, as you if you have listened here before you know i like to do word webs words that connect and we go deeper so from harlot now let's look at prostitute prostitute to devote to corrupt or unworthy purposes or debase wow corrupt or unworthy purposes or debase we went from harlot then to prostitute. Now let's look at debase, debase to lower in status, esteem, quality, or character to reduce the intrinsic value of, oh my goodness, to reduce the exchange value of what I have in parentheses here is the example of STDs. It's been a long time since I've heard or been at a discussion uh, in STDs because I'm married. So I don't swim around and do stuff to uh, STDs. I'm immune to that. Cause I'm not doing the stuff for STDs. However, remember the, reduce the exchange value of. So when I go and I keep sleeping around person after person, after person, after person, every time that transaction takes place, the value of of me gets less and less and less. It goes from 100 to 70 to 30 to 20 to seven to zero to negative six to negative 25. It keeps going lower and lower and lower every transaction of fornication, adultery, sexual immorality. Again, that's why after so long, you get STDs, crabs, chlamydia, trichomoniasis, age, HIV, uh, uh, gonorrhea, uh, uh, whatever, genital warts. All of these things come because that value from you going from a pure state to a dirty state, you going to a, from a clean state to a filthy state, you going from a right state to a wrong state, a depraved state, a debased, debased state. Look at some synonyms for the word harlot, abase, bastardize, canker, cheapen, corrupt, debauch, degrade, demean, demoralize, deprave, deteriorate, lessen, pervert, poison, profane, Uh, prostitute, subvert, vitiate, warp. All of these are words in the word web of the word we began with. And that word was harlot. That's in the sandwich of harlot. So when you bite into the sandwich of harlot, all of those words are getting in your teeth, if that makes sense. Now, The word harlot in Greek is porne, and you see P-O-R-N. That's where we get the word porn from pornea. So pornea and porne is from the same word, which is harlot. Okay, so porne is the Greek of harlot. And what does it mean in the Greek? This is where it's going to blow your mind as we get into, we're going to get back to the documentary again. I just want to lay the the terms so that we understand what we're talking about on this podcast. Harlot in Greek, porne means prostitute, a harlot, one who yields herself to defilement for the sake of gain an idolater we'll come back to that word idolater a man who prostitutes his body to another's lust for hire oh my goodness this is what what it what when god put it in the new testament this is what was on his mind as best as he can could articulate it so that we can grasp it this is what he has left us with one who yields herself to defilement for the sake of gain or a man who prostitutes his body to another's lust for hire. Now let's go back to the word idolater. That's the hinge. That's the turning point of this discussion. A person who is a harlot or a prostitute is swimming in the pool of idolatry because as a harlot or a prostitute in the eyes of God, they are also an idolater. How, how brother, how are they an idolater? If you look up the word idolater, you will see that idolater means image worshiper. Uh Uh-oh, I know a bomb just went off. Keep following me. Idolater means image worshiper. So if we look at idolater, like Ephesians five, three, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks for, for this, ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean person, nor an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. That's Ephesians five, five. Notice what the sentence and the sins that idolatry is listed next to no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater. So that verse would tell us that people who are in prostitution or whoremongering, they covet something. They want something. Remember, I just gave you the, the, the definition of idolater, which is an image of worshiper so what does the harlot the one who is swimming in the pool of idolatry what do they covet let's keep looking let's keep reading the word idolater in greek is the word idololatres idololatres it's a compound greek word idololatres now it's two words idolon plus latres and that's how we get idololatres. Here's what it means. We're going to try to unpack this again. I, I just hope that when we look at, when we when we mix all the ingredients together, I hope that you will see the picture that God is trying to paint for somebody who says, I want to be, or I am a harlot. Even if it's, even if it's uh, uh, involuntarily. In other words, they're not really saying it, but they're doing it. We're not talking about if you're forced and in sex trafficking, that's not what we're talking about here. Idololatres, idololatres, you are a hired servant of the image you worship. Did you hear that? You are a hired servant of the image you worship as an idolater as a harlot, as a whoremonger, you are a hired servant of the image you worship. Now you say, what is the image that I'm worshiping? Okay. Looking at this compound Greek word, the word idos from idolo, from idon, as I read to you earlier, idolon, The word idos means that which is seen or form or appearance. Remember, it's coupled with latres, which is from the root word latrueo. And it means to render technical acceptable service because specifically qualified or equipped. Oh my goodness, a bomb just dropped in the room. Now, let me break this down a little bit. Again, we're gonna try to not make this too complicated because we could swim in this one little section for the next few hours. This is how I like to get down in the Word and eat and feast. The Bible says in Hebrews 5 we need to go from milk to meet. We need to stop saying, "Mm -hmm, amen, praise the Lord and rushing through texts. That's why there's so many Christians that are ignorant and even in sin. But watch this, just the one word, idolater. Because according to the Bible, that's the bigger issue. It's not the whoremongering or the harlot component. All of those things are in the pool of idolatry. Revelation 21, 27 says about the new Jerusalem, and by no means will anything enter that defiles is an abomination or makes a lie. What was one of the synonyms for harlot? Unclean, debase. So these women look at an appearance and hire themselves in the form of what they see in order to render technical acceptable service that they are specifically qualified for. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna say that slowly one more time. So what is a harlot? On the outside, you see the lipstick, the makeup, the perfume, the twerking, the body, the skin. Oh, no, 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 no. The dancing, the music. What's behind that? image is this this is what's going on these women look at an appearance and hire themselves in the form of what they see to in order to render technical acceptable service that they are specifically qualified for now let's unpack what that means and then we'll get to the documentary this is powerful you probably won't look at strip clubs or prostituting or harlotry or whatever the same now the four things that that they're trying to do again technical that means there's an investment involved a girl can't just walk off the street and go in the club and start stripping she has to learn and that's exactly what the documentary said all these ladies learned how to dance, and they learned what was they had to know the ropes, and they, I mean, and, and they had to learn it. And part of it is exercise because it's almost like half gymnastics, but they had to learn. One girl had to lose 20, 30 pounds, it was an investment. Again, hey, I see this, I want this, and and I have to put myself together because there is a technical element, a technicality involved. If I don't master the technical, then it's not going to be acceptable. What is acceptable? Those who you gain from must like it. If you're not dancing the right way, if you ain't popping, locking, and dropping the right way, let's go ahead and say it like that, the the guys ain't going to like it, okay? They're not going to accept it. Now, it's technical and acceptable, but it's also a service, Those ladies in this documentary who are in that life, they are providing a service. The service is what is done and for how long is determined by those with the game. You only get more when you satisfy more. So it's like a meter, you know, like they say, uh, let's hear the, the noise, the crowd noise, and the crowd is like, and they see it's only 10 and it needs to get to 100. And they go, Ahh, 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 and the meter goes up and up and up. And that's how this service goes. As a matter of fact, there's a point in the documentary where not all of them are the same. So they had one lady who was saying, hey, you get more money and you get more clients and they stay with you longer because you're doing the extras, I just leave that in quotations. And and extras it means you down for whatever is just whatever the client want and they got money y'all agree and it happens. So again, that's the service that they are providing, okay? Finally, specifically qualified for self-pleasing, self-governing, self-god. Specifically qualified, all you have to do is look at an appearance, hire yourself in the form of what you see, and boom, you will go down the road of learning the technicalities, making it acceptable in the form of a service, and you will be specifically qualified for it because you gave yourself. Self is what makes you qualified for it. You do it yourself. Nobody makes you, but if you put yourself in there, then boom, you, you, you determine whether you want to be a harlot or not. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Taylor preaching Jesus, the Christ. You're listening to one life with Taylor via MadeUpMind.com. Please share this podcast, share this thing. Somebody knows somebody daughter who twerking. You might even have your own daughter a cousin or niece whose profile somewhere on the internet is along the lines of what we're talking about. Share this thing to them. Let them be set free. Jesus says in John eight thirty four, he who serves sin is a slave of sin. He who commits sin is a slave of sin. Let's get back to it, folks. Now, we have the words established that we're going to talk about. So let's transition to the documentary, LA Stripped. You can see it on Amazon Prime. I will warn you, it is not for kids. It ain't for somebody who weak in the flesh because that thing will get you to sinning and and you will be sexually immoral if you ain't strong enough. It's like, hey, don't have a drug ministry if you still in recovery, okay? Next thing you know, you see a joint or you see a bottle you supposed to be helping them. Now you sitting down drinking or smoking with them. That's the point I'm saying. If you you can't stomach it, listen, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. I'm going to borrow the words from my wife. Don't do it to yourself. So LA Stripped, it's the stripping industry. They follow five ladies and you see their life. Not just the glamour and glitz, but all the pain that they've gone through. A lot of these ladies are just ladies with wounds and they're using the pole dancing and the stripping to try to cover and suppress these wounds in their lives. That's the sad part. Okay. But on this one, I call it army of harlots because all you got to do is get on the internet. If you get on and you watch the news, look at the sports TV. Now they got women on men's sports. Didn't used to be women commentators, but they're going to throw a woman up there. Why? It's something along the lines of uh, pornea suggesting sexually. More men are watching just because they got that woman there. It's just like back in the day. The price is right. Half the time you're watching because the ladies that's showing the prize, Oh, new furniture set. And they bring some woman out who's sexually suggesting. That's what pornea means. Porn is to sexually suggest. So they have all over the country, but primarily in places where entertainment is big. So let's just choose LA, uh, you know, uh, Beverly Hills or Hollywood. Let's just choose LA. LA has pole studios. These are places that ladies can just come in off the street and take classes to learn the technicality of harlotry, the technicality of pole dancing, and it's a big business. Not only that, but there are poles that girls buy online and put in their own house. Folks, do you hear what I'm saying? This is not a special class for the elite. And you ain't got to go to Las Vegas. You probably can go down to Home Depot, find you some PVC pipe. I don't know how this stuff works. I just know that on the video, there were poles in these girls' houses. They dedicated a room to keep practicing the technicality of their craft. And I will tell you, I testified to you, one time I was selling this bed off Craigslist. I had all four of my kids with me, and they were small. I don't remember the ages, but let's see, twenty twenty. 2019, 2020, somewhere in there. So uh, let's see, that was three years ago. That means maybe 13, 12, uh, eight and seven. I'm trying to guess the time. We sell this bed on Craigslist. I load the bed up, get to the apartment. All my kids got different, all four of them, putting them to work. Hey, you grab this, you grab that. We were trying to make the transaction as quick as possible. Knock on the door, open the door. And this lady in an apartment has a pole, a stripping pole in her apartment living room. Boom box and these lights. And I'm like, okay, I didn't say nothing. Go on, kids, put that that mattress there. I'm just blown away. So yes, that is me having seen that with my own eyes. But also on this documentary, they have it in there. You know, you see where these ladies, they've got poles in their own homes. I was even a part of a real estate, uh um, maintenance deal and they had in the lease that it was against the rules. Tenants could not put poles in the no dancing poles, no stripper poles to be put in the house. Ain't that something? So that tell you folks, you talk about an army of harlots. Show me a girl on social media who ain't doing something nasty. Calling it yoga flow, calling it exercise, calling it cooking. It's girls with basically look like they half naked cooking food. I mean, this is the army of harlots that's being unleashed on the world because of all you need is $50 to get you a phone with an internet connection and a camera. That's it. A camera and a mic. There you go. That's what makes it an army. Of harlots. So there was some comments said in the commentary. One of them said, Paul dancing saved my life. In other words, it's great. It's therapeutic. I can get my mind off of this pain. I doll myself up, go in here, and I start working it. And oh man, otherwise I'd be dead. Therefore, because it saved my life, it is justified. Well, I want to tell you if that's what you say in your heart, I'm going to tell you what I say in my heart and what I believe God says in His. Jesus Christ will sanctify your life, satisfy your life, and stabilize your life. You don't need pole dancing. That's what I would say. We live in a culture where they say it's called cancel culture or wokeism. I ain't been following all that. I'm sure I can Google and see what woke and all that mean. But basically, nobody can say nothing about nothing. So, if you got a booger in your nose, I can't say nothing or else I'm judging you. Oh, you know, it's okay. It's my booger. Just leave it here. If you musty, I can't say nothing. You know, well, I, who are you to judge me? That's because that's just because you don't like it. They don't mean I'm musty. And so on and so forth. It just That's what the cancel culture means. But here's my thing, folks. And, and I would love to hear from some of you. Listen, some things can never be made right. Fecal matter, vomit, sewage, those things are as crack cocaine, robbery, and prostitution. Some things ain't going to be right. Uh, It's like zero in your bank account. That wouldn't be right. Okay. It's like working for one cent. An hour. That wouldn't be right. Some things can't be right. We can't judge you because you're getting paid for one cent an hour. Oh, you don't want to use that wokeism cancel culture. Then you want to sue the company and say, pay me without. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So let me ask you a question. Can a world exist without dirt? That's cancel culture and the foolish figment of the imagination. Hey, there's dirt in the world. There's crud in the world, and there are things that are wrong in the world. So crack, cocaine, distribution, robbery, and prostitution, yeah, those things are wrong, just like uh, fecal matter, vomit, and sewage. No one ever says, hey, don't judge that. Let's let it run in the streets and beautify the block. No, sewage belongs underground, okay? So let me ask you, if you still disagree, where does AIDS come from? How do people, most people get AIDS? Is it from doing what's right? No, we both know that most people get AIDS, especially in America and developed countries because people are doing what's wrong, okay? Now, why is this the case? Does everything pleasurable come with penalty, pain, and poison, And ultimately cause you to perish? If whoremongering and being a harlot and stripping is good, then why do women get beat, raped, robbed? Why is there STDs? Why are there abortions? All of these things are so sad and dark. As a matter of fact, there's a moment on the film where just about every one of these ladies Breaks down and starts crying, and testifying about their life. They're, they're they're suppressing the real emotions behind what they're doing. This is what makes it so sad. It's like a person who's addicted to drugs. They say, yeah, 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 dude, I'm high as a kite, dude. rock and roll dude. and then the next day it's, oh man. Dude, I got arrested. What'd you do, man? I don't know, but the camera showed. Apparently, man, I man, I took the leak outside. I, I didn't even know I was using the bathroom. Just fill in the blank, okay? There was a time on the documentary when one of these ladies said, you know what? It is so freeing to be up there on that stage. It's just me, the music, and the pole. And I'm just like... Oh, I'm in my zone. Well, there's one more person that you left out of that statement, which means a half truth is not the whole truth. Half truths are lies. It is you. It is the music. It is the pole, but it's also Jesus. Yes. When you are on that stage, Jesus Christ's eyes are there as well. And one verse that tells us that is Proverbs 15, three, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So if that's you just know that Jesus eyes, the King of glory, the creator of the world, the judge of the living and the dead, the eyes of Jesus, the one whom we must give an account to his eyes are there as well. Now let's wrap this up because we could beat this dead horse, okay? I just hope you see the power behind the word harlot. It's loaded. Harlot, idolatry. We had all those technical terms. Hopefully, you see the strength of this sin before God, the way the Bible depicts it. Not not you and I's opinion. But let's read Romans 6. Romans 6, 20 through 21, King James says. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Now, here's the thing about these ladies on this documentary. And one of them I felt very, very sad for, Uh, you know, something happened to her in the military and, you know, she, unfortunately, she was gang raped. And, you know, again, all these ladies have trauma. One of them, dad died. uh, One of them was molested. You know, ladies need protection. You know, that's why I I think about my wife. I pray for my wife and, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to protect my wife. You know, any loving husband will protect his wife. Any loving father will protect his daughter, you know? So yeah, these, these ladies need covering. They need to be covered. And that's the, that's God's best. But apparently these ladies got up from under that covering or it, it, different things happen. We live in a fallen world. And uh, so, so I just want to say this. If you are even contemplating, you might be in the midst about to put some posts up where you, you know, you, you basically doing pornea or porney where you're suggesting sex. Then I want to say this you have a few things working against you. You don't have to look back and be ashamed of what you did, but you do have a few things working against you. And and these things are fixed items that none of these ladies, even the ones on that documentary can do anything about number one, you have age, time, death, and truth age. Yeah. You, you, you might can go until you're about 40 years old, 40, 45, because after that, your body going to start changing. And guys that come in, they ain't look, looking for old blood. They looking for new blood. That's just the nature of the beast. Uh, you know, in dancing, dancers, entertainment, all that, Hollywood, Broadway. Yeah, a lot of those older people, it's like, OK, your time is up, not only because you can't perform the same, but you don't look the same. So even if you can do it, you you just don't look, you look old and it doesn't work with what we're trying to convey, that youthfulness that Hollywood always likes to convey when it comes to entertainment, okay? Then you have time, the clock is ticking because everybody in the world is in a time capsule and everybody has an hourglass over their head and it's going to drop at any given time. So that time, the time of life, between life and death, you're just headed towards death. And that's why I say time. It it all goes around time. Age and death is just a matter of time. Finally, you have answerability. Every single person, 2 Corinthians 5, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. That's the truth. And God can forgive you. That's the beauty. I don't care if you've been in a harlot or stripping or whatever, sleeping around for the last twenty-five years. Jesus Christ can save your life and make you clean, whole, wash you. You can be born again right now. And that's the beauty of God. That's what makes me excited to share because everybody don't want to keep smoking and drinking and suppressing the truth. And these ladies on this film, oh man, they were smoking weed, drinking, doing stuff. Because again, they're in that line of of work out of pain. A lot of it's just pain. And they're trying to counter the pain with dirt. So instead of putting alcohol or neosporin on the wound, they're putting dirt on the wound. And we know that makes it worse. All right, now. I will also tell you this, some of these points, again, I'm just going from the heart. As we wrap up, we're going to get back to a passage of scripture and close out this podcast. This is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to One Life with Tay Love via MadeUpMind.com. Again, please share this podcast. You and I both know people, and if you know somebody that can benefit from this, who can learn from this, who can get turned on to looking into the text, rightly dividing the word of truth, studying to show ourselves approved unto God, then please do share this podcast. God bless you. I want to say to the ladies who are, you know, on this, in this army of harlotry, if you're in the army of harlots, if you got uh, your breasts all on the internet, you're wearing your shirt open and you're doing all this stuff, listen to me the married woman, the married mother, the married daughter, the married woman's life might seem boring to you. It might seem routine and mundane. It might seem uh, unpopular. But what I want to tell you is the married woman has the greater advantage. She's already loved and accepted by her husband. If he loves Jesus, then he's going to love her every day. The Bible tells the husband to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. The Bible tells a man to love his wife as his own body for no man ever yet, uh, uh, hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it. We nourish and cherish our body. We need as men of God to love and cherish our wives. If you are a married woman, what you have None of these harlots can get. They might have the outside, but you have the inside. That outside is temporary. Again, age. If they get disabled, if they get in a car wreck and they got a boot on the ankle, they can't go in there and shake around and make money. But you, you had your husband's heart before the boot. He going to take you to the hospital, go take you to get your prescription, kiss you on the forehead, sit there with you and, you know, eat some cookies and, and watch, uh, uh, you know, Discovery Channel or the, the Animal Planet or something. He, he don't care. He He's there because you're there. That's what the harlot don't have. All right. We're almost done. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for staying tuned in. I hope you're enjoying this. You're not going to get this at a church. Okay, unfortunately, I don't have a church yet, if that's God's will, maybe, but you know, it ain't that you got to cuss and, and, and be dirty or filthy, have a potty mouth from the pulpit, but a lot of people, a lot of preachers, you know, they're just not in a position because you got 70-year-olds and and five-year-olds and you got mamas and you got, it's a different dynamic, so you ain't going to get this in no church, but you can get this on this podcast, you can share it and you can learn and grow from this, okay? Okay. Here's what I want to tell you also, ladies, just in case you're in the army of harlots. I'm the one who's standing across the street saying you can get out today. Think about this, ladies. Biological males with healthy minds are already interested and attracted to females simply because they are females. (laughs) Look at this. Bars and clubs. What do they always have to draw men? Ladies night the ladies get in free before a certain time. Why do clubs do that? Because they trying to draw the men, the men are only going to go there at the thought of there being plenty of females there. You are not going to get no biological testosterone driven males. If you said it's men's night, And all the men get in free before 11 o'clock. Ain't no man going to be hyped to go to no party or no club because other men is there. They got their partners. Yeah, I got my couple boys with me. That's about it. We're not excited about, you know, and I'm speaking for myself of back in the day. Yes, I had a time before Jesus. But I'm just saying the excitement for a biological male is a female. And the thought of the more females, it's like, hey, that's pleasant to most biological males. So in other words, the ingredients of a cake is a cake in the mind of men. You're already a female, so that's 50% of the work already done. Now genetics and how you put yourself together, height and all that, everybody got their list, that's a whole nother discussion. But if you are female, you are in the runnings. OK, so don't let these uh, these social media and commercial make you think I got to be uh, uh, five, uh, five, 130 pounds. And, you know, don't don't do that. OK, so just rejoice in the Lord. Thank God for what you got and know that God has given you the ability. Hey, you can go get you a nice shirt and, and clean yourself up. God has given you the ability to attract a male. OK. All right. Now. I'm going to read to you a few statements, a few quotes from the uh, the documentary, and that's going to conclude our time. One thing I realized as a person who loves to talk about Jesus is I cannot say everything every time. Yes, I would love to be like Paul, where he preached all night long, and the young man fell out the windowsill, and he pretty much died, or he had a bad injury, and they brought that brother in, and he was healed, and Paul continued preaching. I'd love to do that, or like Ezra and Nehemiah 8, who who brought out the word, the law, and he read from morning to pretty much evening. Yeah, I'd love to do that, but You know, that that just wouldn't be feasible with seven hour long podcasts. (laughs) okay? so I'm just going to read these few quotes from the documentary and uh, that'll that'll be it. We might do a second uh, part just to kind of close and finish out this. But here's are some comments that some of the ladies from the uh, documentary made. One lady said, one of the keys to happiness is doing things for yourself. I'm not afraid of people who disagree with what I do because I'm not living for them. I'm living for myself. It's if that's what makes me happy, then I don't care who I upset. You know, those are strong words spoken in confidence. Remember what I told you? One of the breakdowns in the pool of idolatry is specifically qualified. And that was self-pleasing, self-governing, self-God. When you make yourself God, then of course, you you know, you 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 say statements like that. Okay. You don't care who you upset because I'm doing me. I'm just doing, I'm living for me. I'm doing what makes me happy. Okay. All right. That was one comment. Another comment. I love my family, but they want me to be happy. And that's what's important to them. In other words, if my family don't want me to be happy, then I ain't going to go around them. They don't necessarily like it, but they want me to be happy. And as long as I'm happy, then they don't care that I'm doing this. If you have that line of reasoning, I would say, I don't think your family really loves you. I don't think a parent can be very proud of their child who runs a criminal enterprise, uh this is why people who run criminal enterprises go to jail. There's nothing proud about a person going to jail for twenty-five years because they did a they ran a criminal enterprise. That's not something a parent can be proud about. Would anybody like to tell us at this church who's, you know, what's been going on in your week? Oh, I'd love to testify. Uh, you know, my son, you know, he just got twenty five years, you know. He was running a criminal enterprise. Praise the Lord. No, that's not most parents. They're gonna be quiet. They're going to be in another room for prayer or they're not going to go at all. They're going to keep that to themselves. But again, in this culture, I got a podcast, go on, listen to it. The previous episodes, Happy Ain't Right, parts one and two talks about that, okay? Another quote from the movie, the documentary, don't define me by how I make my money. You can't define me by how I make my money. So if I'm pimping, If I'm running a sex trafficking ring and I'm making, you know, $10,000 a week, you can't define me by how I make my money. I pay my taxes. I pay my HOA and I cut my grass. Leave me and my trafficking alone. That's pretty much what this lady's saying. Don't define me by how I make my money. Wow. So the how don't matter because as long as I make money. Money is all good. Now you know that's a theme in this capitalistic society where you got guys like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and oh uh guy who used to do Deaf Comedy Jam, Russell, Russell Simmons. Oh my goodness. There was a lot of charges brought against these men, but hey, they make money, so it's all good. No. Oh, how I wish or how some criminals wish they could show up to court with $100,000 and just give it to the judge and say, listen, I know I've been selling dope in the hood, but here, take this money. We good? No, no, no. You are going to be defined by how you make your money. Okay. Last quote we got for you. It says, if you are one of those people who carry that negative stigma Remember that we are all just people at the end of the day. In other words, it shouldn't be anything negative about me stripping. It shouldn't be anything negative about how I do my porne and pornea and epilolatres. It shouldn't be nothing negative about it. Well, the problem with us as human beings, I wrote a song years ago called Everything Made Has a Maker, we didn't make ourselves so we don't get to determine anything. I don't get to determine the size of my hands, how many fingers I have, whether I have fingernails or not. I don't get to determine the hair under my arms the size of my bottom lip. I don't get to determine the shape of my head. I don't get to determine, uh, uh, how, uh, you know, the, the look of my face and the layout of my body. Now I can determine how my breath smells, but I can't determine the teeth, tongue, and you know, the components of my mouth. Folks, all I'm saying to you at the end of the day is Jesus Christ is Lord of all. We are not created for ourselves to be self-governing, self-pleasing, and self-gods. God made us that he might be glorified out of us, that we would reproduce people who look and act like him in the world. And by the way we live and act, people can come to know Jesus, the God of the Bible, the Jesus Christ of the Bible, God's word, and they also can be set free from the things that keep them separated from God. An army of harlots lust for hire is being unleashed on the world at an alarming rate. Ladies and gentlemen, you have platforms like OnlyFans and YouTube and all these social media things where harlotry is the song of the day for the female whether she's five years old or 50 years old. This is the new march, the new beat of the drum for the female. And that's what that documentary illuminated to me. Because the ladies on these documentaries on the scale of 10, it what, they were not knockout women. They were just your average ladies. And they all can go to the store and buy some eyelashes and put on some makeup and lipstick and buy some, uh, buy a bra and some underwear and some shoes and just move around the music. But the way they do it is very lucrative for them. So folks, that is this podcast, Army of Harlots. Again, this is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to One Life with Tay Love via MadeUpMind.com. Please understand this before I go. I am in no way. Please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not bashing females. Again, we're just illuminating one side of the world. We're also illuminating and contrasting the difference between how man views something and how God views something. I would charge you today is go with God. That's my charge to you today, regardless of what you're doing. If you are in the army of harlots, if you uh, just listening, if you, 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 you in Islam or you in uh, uh, the wicked religion or some other form of spirituality, that's not the truth. That's what I would charge you uh, is to give your life to Jesus and go with God. Until next time. the make disciples make disciples one one death one time Make disciples.